Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Welcome to Coaches on a Mission. So we're going to talk about probably the most important thing you can do to sign more clients. Now, this thing is actually pretty obvious, and yet it is hands down the thing that most of us, myself included, we go out of our way to avoid. So I have a little confession for you today about today's episode, but first, let me introduce our guest. Julie Scott helps stuck, uninspired, people-pleasing women infuse their lives with optimism to find new meaning and purpose so that they can confidently make the rest of their life the best of their life. A couple of months ago, Julie inherited a robust Facebook group filled with about 6,000 members all of whom, or at least most of whom, matched her target audience. Yet, Julie hadn't quite figured out how to convert these engaged Facebook group members into paying clients, and she wanted my help. So now for my confession. My brain was buzzing prior to recording. I had all of these marketing ideas I wanted to share with Julie, And I came into the recording kind of feeling like I was about to blow her mind with all of my genius marketing know-how. And then once we started actually coaching, I realized that Julie was pretty much doing most of what I had planned to suggest. Huh. Well, we dug in just a little deeper, and what we discovered was that while Julie was doing an excellent job of nurturing her group, She wasn't actively selling. She wasn't even inactively selling. She wasn't really selling at all. In fact, in a lot of ways, Julie was making it hard for the women in her group to hire her. You see, she fell victim to, let's call it wishful marketing, that unconscious idea that by offering up super valuable content, people are going to be just blown away, totally amazed, and therefore automatically reach out and ask you if they can hire you. And this does not happen, like ever. So after Julie and I uncovered that the missing link in her Facebook group strategy was simply making an actual offer, we created a schedule to help her step into her brave boots and actually invite members of her group to become paying clients. So quick update before we dive in, Julie posted in our high Facebook group about a week after we recorded this conversation and guess what? She put our plan into place and already has two sales calls booked. So there, if you find that you avoid making offers or even if you subtly mention your offers without ever leading with them, you're going to get so much value from this conversation. Whether you have a Facebook group or not, every values-driven coach needs to take a beat and really ask yourself, am I making it easy or am I making it hard for people to hire me? All right, let's get started, shall we? Here's Julie Scott. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the show. Hey, Dallas. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I am too. I really am. And we did a little bit of a pre-call before we started recording, and I think I wanted to start with our listeners by telling you that this conversation is likely to be pretty specific because of the circumstance that Julie is in, but the message behind this conversation is so important. And that message is about being brave and being authentic in your marketing. So that's my intention for our conversation today is to help you design a really clear plan for where you can be balanced, brave, and 100% you. How does that sound? That sounds fabulous. Yeah, let's do it. Well, you've been a Hive member now for a couple of months. How's it going so far inside of the Hive? Oh oh my God, I feel like I'm home. I'm so happy to be there. I mean, everyone is so supportive and I feel like I've gained so much just in a couple of months, especially just rounding out how I run my business and discovering the holes in my process. Just little mm-hmm. things that I didn't think mattered, but make all the difference in the world. And yeah, yeah, I just feel really fully supported. I'm really happy. I have to. Say. That makes me happy. We work really hard to create that feeling for everybody. So to hear that it's landing is just awesome. So well, it shows. Right. So <laughs> can you share with our listeners what you want to walk away with from our call today? Sure. Well, I'll just preface with. 
you know, I have a pretty sizable Facebook group and I know it's my target audience. It absolutely is my target audience. I want to walk away with a solid plan on how I can make the most of this group and build my business using this group and in a way that doesn't feel slimy, (laughs) in a way that doesn't feel salesy or slimy or it just feels good. And I'm really leaning into the deep knowing that I am helping these women in my group in doing so. Yes. Got it. Got it. So I'd like to give a little bit of context to our listeners. Let me know if my understanding is off. But this is a group that was started by someone else. And then a couple of months ago, this person handed the group over to you. So a lot, most of the members came in when the group was run by someone else. Is that accurate? That is accurate. It had 6,000 members when I took it over and now it has 8,200 members. Oh my gosh. It grows like hotcakes. So that's really cool. So (laughs) how much of a role does this play in your confidence around using the Facebook group to market? The fact that you didn't start the group and you've kind of inherited the group. Is that a big block for you? Yeah, 100%. It feels weird. Like I said, turning it into the Julie Scott show, you know, (laughs) and, you know, and I, I, even though our, our, both her intention for building the group and the way that I look at my business, my coaching business are very aligned because she started it and I came in. It just feels kind of weird to me. Yeah, I get it. It doesn't make me feel confident for sure. Yeah, I totally get it. You're reminding me. So my daughter goes to a, a tiny school. It's a farm school. There are nine students. Okay. And last year there were seven. So we've got two new students. One of them, his mom is also a teacher two days a week at the school. It's just one grade, right? And we'll call her Wilma. And Farina does not like that Wilma thinks she owns the place. (laughs) The other day she was like, she's, we have been there longer. So why does she have to walk us down the hill? It really bothers her. And I realized, oh, no one really communicated to the kids that this mom is also a part of the staff and there's confusion. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. It's like, wait, who's this Julie person? And why now is she trying to sell me her stuff? That's not what I came here for. Right. So we want to avoid, we want to avoid that confusion. Yeah. Just so you know, I, when I took over the group, I did a big live video that, you know, I introduced myself and out of, at the time, 6,000 people, how many people saw that? You know what I mean? Even though I pinned it to the top of the group, you know, I mean, I did what I thought I could do to introduce myself, even though I'd been a member and I had done trainings in there before. So it's not like I was a complete stranger. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah, I see what you're saying. So I mean, but I did at least do that. But like I said, God knows how many people saw that. Yeah. Okay. So let's back it up for a minute. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about who you help and how? And then I'd love to know, what the the promise, if you will, or the focus of the Facebook group is, what are members there for? So what's your dream client power statement, basically, to put you on the spot? And then what is the promise of this Facebook group? <laughs> okay, I help women did put me on the spot. What is my dream client power statement? I help stuck, uninspired, bored women ignite their lives with optimism so that they can make the rest of their life the best of their life. specifically working with women over 50. Okay, great. And the purpose of the group mm -hmm. is the title of it is this, you know, women over 50, it's time. And this time Mm. it's about you. And so it's really about, you know, reinventing yourself, not folding up and dying and sitting in a chair and knitting (laughs) for the rest of your life, you know, to realize that you could live another 30 or 40 years What are you going to do with that time? And I really just want to ignite that spark for life in Mm. them and, you know, just to have me and do whatever it is they want. That's, I mean, my opening video, my welcome video is just that. And I share, that's kind of like my journey. I'm 56 and I totally reinvented myself in my fifties and it's absolutely possible. And I feel like I'm going to live another 40 plus years and they're going to be the best years yet. 
So that's beautiful. That's so inspiring. <laughs> I wish our listeners could see you talk about this because your heart just opens up and you start really talking with your hands and it's very purposeful and inspiring. And so the promise of the group is essentially the promise of the work that you do. And then the promise of the group, when it was owned by the other person, it was similar. I'm just confirming that. I know you mentioned it. It it had reinvention in the name. Awesome. Great. All right. So before we dive into a plan around how to leverage the Facebook group, fill everybody in. You've talked about a couple of details, but what did you do specifically when you took the group over and how, if at all, are you currently participating in the group or using it as a marketing platform? Okay. Like I said, I did the video to introduce myself. I did several posts to remind people of who I am. And, you know, I'm your fearless leader now. You know, I took over first. I talked about that for at least five or six posts after that live video. I also introduced them to my book so that they, you know, for some credibility to let them know that I'd written a book about my journey. And I even did a book reading over the course of, you know, several weeks Mm -hmm. on live video and took questions and interacted with a lot of the women in the group. I do have a chat sequence that my VA starts for me and then I jump in when it looks like I can jump in. So I do some communication. I do set up some discovery calls through the group. I have brought on two clients from the group, but it's been a while since I've brought on a client from the group. I do occasional, uh, I will do a training or I'll do a a live video around a topic, not as often as I could, I know, Mm -hmm. but I do put up some pretty powerful pieces of content, you know, things that I've written, you know, that I put out that I think are powerful around the way I look at life and the things that I teach my clients and things like that. So I would say I post in that group a couple of times a week. And I also put some, some sort of a powerful message along with a welcome message for the new members every week. And okay. I also am, I have a, a question when they come in to gain insight into what they're thinking. It's like, you know, what is standing in your way from creating the best life, something along those lines. And I've been gathering all of that information. I have this massive spreadsheet. I've got all this stuff. And I'm also, I have a lead magnet that is, you know, how to put the spark back into your life. And I gather an email from that. And so my email list is growing. I feel like I'm doing a lot of things right, but I'm just like missing something. I'm like, I feel like I'm just not asking (laughs) or something. I just, just, I'm like doing all the things. It's like, aren't I awesome? (laughs) Totally. It's like no one's, you know, I... I mean, I do wish wish to actually, you know, I, I offer people to set up a call and things like that, but nobody does it. Yeah, it might be like too big a leap, right? All right, so here's what I'm hearing. You had a thoughtful and smooth transition when you became the owner. That was going to be my first suggestion is kind of building a bit of an event around the new, it's not even a new direction, but the new leadership in the group. You did that, so that's great. You also have a few automations or things in place to nurture people, to welcome them when they come in, you're posting, like you're doing a lot of the things. I would like to focus on two things. Number one, building a routine around this. Number two, prioritizing engagement in the group. And then number three, a schedule for how you present offers. Because that you said it, that's the missing link here, is like putting on your brave boots, and walking into the group and actually presenting explicit offers. Yeah. Okay. A couple of quick suggestions or even questions. I'm going to guess you're already doing them. Number one, when members join the group, I know you're asking them questions. Are you asking them for their email address in those questions? Yes. You are. Great. Well, I mean, I ask them if they want my lead magnet. I ask that, you know, if they want the lead magnet, then I get their email. Great. But I don't. So it's something like I've got resource XYZ. If you want it, put your email address below. Perfect. Great. And what percentage of new members do you think give you their email address? Quite a few, actually. And I've tested a few different lead magnets to see which ones are stronger. And this one that I'm using right now, which is how to put the spark back into your life, is really 
it seems to be landing. I would say, I know you're a data. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the percentage? I mean, I'm probably adding anywhere from 40 to 70 new members and I'm getting about 30 to Amazing. 50 new emails. Fabulous. I know, like every week or two. So yeah, I mean, my that's good. Great. That's good. I don't think you can get a conversion rate much better than that. It's almost shocking how willingly people will hand over their email address to you. I know. (laughs) And and even some of them will say, you know, where to put their email, they'll say yes. And I'm like... (laughs) That's not your email. It's <laughs> not helpful, but thank you. Yeah. I want to just let our listeners know, I said to Julie earlier, we are finishing up a big construction project at our house, and there is no way I am going to stop the construction from happening because we it's just been going on way too long. So you may hear my dogs growling or barking at the construction happening downstairs, and we're just going to roll with it today. So Kimchi and Subaru are my dogs. They may say hello throughout the recording and... Frankly, I don't care. So with that, (laughs) okay, so one last question around this. You said you're gathering all of their intake answers, essentially. You're doing a welcome message. Other than gathering their answers, how are you using their answers to create content and to create conversations inside of the group? Well, because I've been going through your content module, Mm. (laughs) <laughs> I've been thinking about incorporating that, but there, it just seems like there are, there's so many different types of responses. There are similarities though, for sure. I feel like I could be putting more of their actual responses into not this, but the words that they use into my content. I could do more of that. Tell me how possible this would be, because sometimes gathering all of that information is like not helpful, right? Because it's it's too much information to then decipher. But I wonder if you could create categories. So maybe there's like a confidence category. There's an overwhelm category. There's a loneliness category. And so then depending on how people answer, you can just decide, oh, okay, this goes under the theme of confidence. And uh, yeah, this is totally a, the loneliness theme. And then I would love to invite you to treat it like church, religiously go live every week to the degree that you can tolerate it. If you can go live every week and pick one of these themes right? You don't have to teach a lesson. Tell a story. And then what you can do is tag. Let's pretend you tell a story about loneliness. You can tag the people who fit into that category, right? Who like, if they've joined the group within the last two months, I'm pulling that out of the sky a little bit, but then you can tag them and say, like, I had you in mind when I went live today. That is going to show up in their notifications right? And even if you can think of an easy to answer question to ask them. So in the comments, you tag them and then ask a quick question. You can get more conversations happening. The conversations are what the algorithm is looking for. And that's what's going to help your lives be in front of more eyeballs. Ah, that's such a great idea. Yeah, because I mean, I literally have this spreadsheet that has, I mean, it's so much information. And I do, I do have it. If they've given me their email, then I keep their information. Mm-hmm. Unless their information is something unique that I haven't heard before as a response, then I'll put it on my other page of my spreadsheet just to capture that language. But yeah. that is such a great idea to create almost like buckets of topics. Yeah, because yeah, loneliness is definitely one confidence for sure. Just not feeling lost, not knowing what, how to go forward. Like, I, I don't know how to do this anymore. I don't even know what to do. What's next? You know, that kind of thing. Right. Right. Not knowing what to do. So yeah, that's a great idea. what could prevent you from going to Facebook live church every week? <laughs> um, I saw your body language when I suggested that. So let's dig in. No, a it's funny. Bit. I'm good at it. It's just like anything else. I am an extrovert and it's just like the thought of it. Mm-hmm. makes me nervous. But as soon as I open my mouth, I'm good. 
you know, yeah. so I know I can do it, but I mean, I, I think it's just, it's a consistency thing, just yeah. being consistent and dedicated to a plan, which is so much of what I've been getting out of the hive anyways. So this is just yeah. the next step, which is why I'm so glad we're talking about this. Yeah. I've been really consistent now with like sending out emails to my list, which they're probably like, what's going on? She's emailing us. <laughs> what's wrong with Julie? <laughs> wrong with you. I thought I signed up for nothing. <laughs> okay. I'd love to offer some structure around this because I don't want you to walk away from this call feeling like we talked about a lot of things you can do, but feeling a gap between the idea and the implementation. So two thoughts. Number one, you can create a bit of a routine around this. I'm going to use Mondays and Thursdays as a random example, but they can be any days you want. So on your calendar, is an appointment to go live in the group every Thursday at noon, okay? It's a recurring appointment. You treat it like a hair appointment or you treat it like church, like I said. Then on Mondays, carving out even just a half hour to identify the theme, who you're going to tag, and to just very loosely outline what you're going to say. And I'd love to give you a formula for that. Yes, please. I think the best lives are the ones that come from the heart and they're organic. And that's why it's so easy to be inconsistent because then we just feel like we're either in the mood or we're not. And if we're not in the mood, we have nothing to say and we skip it. So here's a bridge for that. It's actually part of the foolproof webinar formula training inside the hive. It's how I recommend structuring how you teach on a webinar, but I use it for how I write my emails, how I go live. I use it when I create the Hive training. It's just a really good way to speak to different types of learners and to have an outline that is not a script, but it's solid enough that I can show up and deliver it. So I call it the 6S system. And here's what it looks like. The first S is the situation. So what circumstance are they in? I'm going to use this idea of loneliness and just riff here. If you're just going to say divorced, they're divorced. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Great. So they've been divorced and we want to be more specific. Think about it as almost a moment in time. That's going to bring more life to your life. So the situation is they're divorced, but maybe it's they're divorced and they're just starting to think about coming back into dating. And then that just feels impossible for all the reasons, right? So they're on the cusp of feeling ready to get back out there and start dating. So the second S here is the solution. And all we do here is name the solution. So I'm going to totally make this up. Forgive me, I've been married for a really long time. And this isn't necessarily my experience, but I have a good imagination. So here we go. You go live and you might start by saying, now that you've been divorced for a couple of years, you're probably thinking about getting back in the dating world. But man, oh man, are things different than they were back in the day. So every time you think about putting yourself out there immediately, you get overwhelmed and decide it's just easier to have your friends, have your family, and have a gap when it comes to your partnerships. If you feel like I'm speaking to you, keep watching because this message is for you. So now we've just spelled out the situation. Now we're going to name the solution. The solution to getting back out there is to stop thinking about getting back out there. Right? So, and we don't spell it out yet. It's just naming the solution. Sometimes you may have a process, right? So let's just pretend you had a 30-day put yourself back out there program. You might say, the solution here is my 30-day put yourself back out there program. And then we stop explaining it. We're just naming the solution. Okay. So far, so good? Yes. So then step number three is to tell a story. So we want to tell a story of the solution in action. Mm, okay. 
And that just brings your live to life. It's a great place to present social proof if it's a story about a client that you've worked with. It's a great place to share vulnerability and build trust if it's your own personal story. I'm leaning in. I'm like, I can't wait to hear what you say next. (laughs) (laughs) I would listen to this live. So this is good. Great. So you might say something like, I can remember when I first felt ready to start dating again. I didn't actually start dating again for two years because it felt, it all just felt hard and overwhelming and it brought up my stuff. So I would like get an eHarmony account, but never create my profile. I would like go to mixers and park, but never get out of my car. Right. It just became too overwhelming. And then I realized I had to think differently about putting myself out there. And instead, I had to think about baby steps. So then you flesh out the story a little bit. And then I know you have a partner that you've been with for a long time. So it's this very happy ending. Right. (laughs) So you share about how you met your partner and it's all lovely. All right. So we tell a story that illustrates the solution in action. The next S, this is number four is to break down some of the steps. You're not giving the whole formula necessarily, but just give your viewer something to do. So you might say, so here's the first step to take. Find a dating accountability partner or whatever your advice might be, right? Here's how to do that. Then we've got two more. Okay, so number five is special circumstance. There are certain types of learners is the word I'm looking for. My husband is one of them. In order for him to really process something, he has to play devil's advocate a little bit. He's kind of a a yeah, but, or a what if person. It's just how he comes to solutions. It can be kind of annoying, (laughs) but everyone learns differently, right? Some people, we learn and process through storytelling, which is why we have the stories in there. Some of us, I'm this way. I'm a very linear learner, which is why we have the steps in there, right? And then there's the yeah, but, or the what if person, the special circumstance person, right? So what is the objection here? It might be, Now, you might be watching this thinking, yeah, Julie, I've already tried that, right? Whether you've tried this before or not, here's a new way to think about it. So you're just basically letting that type of learner know, I get it, I hear you, and here's why it's okay to try this out. That's So far, so good. This is like a crash course, but okay. Right. Well, I also just think too, the older that we get, we tend to get more set in our ways and think that we, you know, Mm. one of the biggest hurdles I have with most of my clients, women over 50, it's like, they have this, oh yeah, I know, 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 I know. Been there, done that. Yeah. You know, it's, please just have that beginner's mindset, but I love that. That special circumstance is so perfect. I love that. Cool. Great. The final S here is seeding, planting seeds. This is the hard part. (laughs) So it's planting seeds about your work and your offers. And there are a lot of different ways you can plant seeds. One of them is through the story you tell, mentioning a client. Yeah. Right. Another of them is just by saying, this is the most common obstacle my clients face. It's usually where we start our work together. So you're just authentically working your work into the conversation. Right. And here's the mindset to have around that. Everybody there already knows you're a coach. Everybody there already knows you have a book. It would be weird if you didn't give them the full context when you're telling stories. Right. So I'll create a little analogy here. Let's pretend you and I were planning a trip to Italy this winter. Let's actually plan a trip to Italy, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) And even though I wanted to go to Italy, but as I said that, my body just started tingling. So maybe that's in my future. Okay. So let's, we're going to Italy, maybe not winter, like in the fall. Almost every time we see each other or talk, we're going to mention our Italy trip, aren't we? Absolutely. Because we're looking forward to it. We both agree it's happening. It's a part of our lives. Same thing is true with the fact that you work with clients and you, can, you are there to help people. It's right. a part of your life and it belongs in your conversations. Ah, oh, true. 
right? And you just mention it in the same way. Like maybe we go out for dinner one night and the, we ha- open a bottle of red wine and it's so delicious. And I say, oh, this vineyard is really close to Milan. Let's go there when we take our trip. That would be a normal conversation, right? Same as you Yes. So we're not like finding these sneaky ways to drop hints. You're just naturally mentioning what happens in your life. And what happens is right. in your life is your business. Yeah, true. I mean, like I said, I, I don't have a problem putting a little something into a piece of content, you know, at mm-hmm. the very bottom, you know, like the very last thing, <laughs> hiding it at the bottom, you know, but I don't often do anything in a live. So okay. this will be new. Okay. And are you open to trying it? Absolutely. I'm open to trying. Right. Yeah. And then the final seed is more explicit right? If this was helpful in any way, and you Mm. would like more support around this, I am here to help. DM me. Yeah. If this was helpful, I am here to help. Book a call. Give them a clear call to action. Right. The people who don't want it, they're not going to be offended that you offered. The people who do want it, they need you to make it easier. Yeah. Yeah. This is centering the client. Right. Yeah. I just listened to another episode where you were talking to a gal and you're like, wouldn't it be great if everyone just came to us and said, I want to hire you because coaches do that. Yeah. 90% of the people that I end up working with don't even think that they want or need a coach in the beginning. Yeah. And they don't really even understand. They know what a soccer coach is, but a reinvention coach. What is that exactly? Right. Yeah. The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? Or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called The Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, The Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and The Coach Class will show it to you. Registration is open this week. So again, the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. All right, so, so far, what I've got for your group is you've already got a pretty solid, we'll call it a welcome process or an onboarding process for new members. That feels really clear. Now we're going to test out weekly lives, whatever day of the week, it's on your calendar. For this conversation, we'll say it's Thursdays. Mondays on your calendar is also a little bit of time to outline that 6S formula so that you show up to your live on Thursday. Yeah. All right. Now is where the rubber meets the road. I think Mm. we need to work into your routine at least once a month. Okay. Maybe we'll start with once a month. And when that feels easy, we can up it to twice a month simply because you're working against the algorithm and not everybody is going to see every one of these posts, Mm -hmm. but an explicit invitation into a sales conversation with you. And there's a process. It's actually in the hive. I'll lead you to it, but we'll outline it here that I think that I found to be especially effective inside of Facebook groups. Oh, what is that? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't gotten through everything, all the content yet. We'll call it the five person post. So this is something that is I initially learned it from Caitlin Batcher. This is something that you've probably seen out there in the world. But here's what it looks like. Think about a specific result that you coach your clients on. Mm-hmm. And it can't just be reinventing your life or making the next chapter your best chapter. We want it. The more specific, the more engagement you will get. Right. So can you think of one right now that we can use as an example? Yep. I look at it as they gain back so much time and energy 
when they stop spinning around those old stories. Mm. I think people don't really understand the value or like, what do I get out of, you know, changing my beliefs? It's like, well, you stop wasting all that time worrying about stuff that actually isn't true. (laughs) Just think Mm -hmm. of how many hours a day you sit around and think, oh, I'm too old to do anything new. It's too late for me now. Who would want to date me now? You know, all that time and energy you expend thinking all that stuff about yourself that just keeps you stuck. You actually Mm -hmm. gain back time and you gain energy that you can actually redirect towards something you do want. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, what do I get out of this? It's like, you get time and energy back. Who doesn't want that? Yeah, totally. Okay, good. So with the five-person posts, let's just say that the third Wednesday of every month, you're going to post a five-person post, okay? okay? The copy is something like, I'm looking for five women who want to get back at least seven hours a week yes. to focus on the thing that most lights you up. Ooh. Do you see how I made that super concrete? Yes. Right? And it's way more than seven hours a week. It's it like probably 24, don't you think? It's probably a 100%. whole day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So, and then we say, if that's you, type me in the comments and I'll DM you. Okay. Hmm. Once a month. <laughs> you can do it. I can do it. You can do it. Here's the good okay. news. If no one likes it, no one will engage with it and then no one else will see it. So you don't even have to worry. <laughs> True. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. I mean, I just think about how much time I used to sweat over creating a piece of content that 10 people would like. (laughs) Right. And two of them are your sisters. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So there's another element here that I skipped. So I'm looking for five women who want super concrete result, like get granular with it. Right. I've Mm -hmm. got some calls happening next week. Right. Mm. So if that's you, type me in the comments and I'll send you a DM. So let me break that down. Okay. And everybody, this is not some sort of scheme. You're actually going to look at your calendar for next week. How many spots do you have open? Like, can you block off four or five discovery sessions? Right. Right. So we're not just making it up and it's 20 people. Like we're actually, we're doing this for real. But we want to create some sort of time sensitivity around it. And also by saying, this is seeding, right? I've got calls happening next week, or I've got like calls available next week. You're planting the seed that by raising your hand and saying me, you're going to book a call. (laughs) Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm looking for five women who want to gain back at least seven hours a week to focus on what really lights you up. I've set aside five calls for next week. If you'd like my help, type me in the comments and I'll DM you. Ooh, I like that. Okay, now when you go into the hive, go into the list building module. Okay. The full training on this is called the DM Connection Creator. That'll walk you through how to then start and finish that conversation in the DMs. Okay. Okay, so we're going live weekly. Once a month, you're just going to put on your brave boots (laughs) and follow the five-person post, right? Then we'll move that conversation into the DM. So there's a place where you're making an explicit offer. Right. I think the other piece here, you mentioned that you're already posting two to three times a week. I think that's Mm -hmm. great. To me, the other missing link in this plan Uh is what can we do to create more engagement in the group? So what kind of engagement is happening in the group right now? Like, what's the vibe? It's pretty active. I mean, because it already had several members in it, some of which were actually coaches as well. So Mm -hmm. there are other coaches in the group. I'm not letting more in unless they are in an area that I think is really valuable. Like if they're a financial coach or whatever, I know a lot of women struggle that and that is so not what I handle. So I let yep. some of us in. And some of those coaches that are already in the group really do put up some quality content. And I also understand that I can't serve 8,200 women. I can't yeah. handle that all mm-hmm. on my own. And I, I'm not threatened by other coaches from that standpoint. I know there's plenty to go around. So there is a lot of really good content and I have it set up that I have to approve every post. Okay. 
right? And so I feel good about that. I make sure it's really high vibe stuff, really quality information, whether it's about health and fitness or whatever it is. So, and the engagement is pretty good. I mean, if I look at the Mm -hmm. metrics, I mean, there's over 3,700 women that are active out of 8,200, which I think is- Yeah, that's great. Pretty good. And I'm really good if I do put up a post and anyone- comments or likes or loves, I say, hey, thanks for the love on my post in a DM. I say, I respond to the actual comment with something more than an emoji. I even sometimes ask (laughs) questions. And so my posts actually get a lot of traction. Awesome. Um, Yeah. So I'm really happy about that. Like I said, it's one of those things where I'm like, why aren't they asking me to coach them? (laughs) You're not (laughs) telling them that it's an option. Exactly. Okay. So, the engagement. Okay, that good. also it's a lively that, group. That's incredible, and it's so. There are other members who are posting great content. It sounds like you've got a rule. That's the same thing we do in the hive. Like no post goes unnoticed. Everything that's posted gets some sort of a comment, right? A lot of times for us, it's a gift. But okay, that all sounds really, really good. So, in terms of engagement, you have a healthy group here. This goes back to what you said earlier, which is you're not selling right? Yeah, not as much selling. as you could be. There are people in that group who it hasn't even occurred to them that they could hire you. Funny you say that because I just like two weeks ago, I had a woman say, I did a really explicit post in the sense talking about my coaching and offering to a call and all that. And this woman said, I wasn't aware I was going to be sold to in this group, you know, kind of like a snarky comment. And I was like, I'm not pretending, you know, I mean, I say it in my welcome video. It's, you know, you just have to look at my profile and you can see what I do. You know what I mean? It's like, but she didn't know. And so I took that not as a snarky comment, but it's like, wow, she didn't even know. I took that as an opportunity, like I need to really step up. And of course yeah. I haven't for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And also, I'm sorry, lady, but you don't have to be here. Do you know that I approve every comment, every post that happens in this group? I'm putting work in here. I'm running this group. I have permission to sell. And if you don't like it, you can leave. Yeah. So, well, that's basically what I said. go ahead and don't take offense, but I will take offense for you. <laughs> Well, I, I removed her from the group because she was just, I had a little bit of an exchange with her. I'm like, she's just too much. Goodbye. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Goodbye. Okay. So what are like, if you had some sort of get ready to sweat. So we have once a month, this five person post, if we had another direct explicit invitation monthly, what feels authentic for you? What could you do? And I know this is going to sound crazy because some people struggle with lead magnets, but I love creating something like a little freebie. I love creating freebies. And yeah, that's so because from, you're hiding from selling. You like I creating know. freebies because you can well, be creative, you can help people, and you can like fake sell to them. Well, just hear me out. And then, then I'll okay. acquiesce <laughs> if I need to. But like putting out, like, you know, anyone interested in, you know, XYZ to help you one, two, three, you know what I mean? Yeah. Put your favorite emoji below. And maybe that could just be like, you know, like one of those ones is just like a blog post with just words Mm -hmm. with a bright background, maybe something like that. Or is that not strong enough? But then what would happen? So I put my favorite emoji below and what's the process then? And then I DM them Mm -hmm. and have probably a very weak DM sequence that I don't invite them to a call. Yeah. I don't know. I'm open to trying something else. I mean, I don't really have great ideas, honestly, yeah. because I just shut down. Cause I'm like, Oh, am I being totally. too much? Am I being, like I said, and the thing is, is that I think the Julie Scott show would be a cool show. That's right? what I thought when you said you know, that. And that it's exactly like, I, just, my thought. I think I just have to do it. I just have to yeah. do it. And I have to um, say that I did it and prove to you that I did it and then I'll do it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like accountability really does drive me. I know it does. Okay. Okay. We'll so. build accountability at the end of this conversation. Let's talk about the mindset around this because you're putting a lot of work into the group, right? Like you're ticking all the boxes except for this big box at the bottom, which is invitations. 
right? Yes. <laughs> so I learned this lesson and ever since I've just been really mulling it over and I see how often in the online space we get so excited by a strategy that we can even make it hard for people to hire us. So I have an evergreen webinar for the hive for people who are still into evergreen webinars. And so we launched one and I had my friend watch it. And basically the process, what we sold in that webinar was a $200 roadmap session to kind of outline a plan for you. And then if the plan aligns, we can tell you about the hive. And my friend, her feedback was, you know, I watched that webinar and what I wanted was the hive. The roadmap session felt like this extra hoop you were making me jump through. And I wasn't excited about it. I just wanted to join the hive. And this huge light bulb went off for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I designed an offer for the maybe people instead of an offer for the hell yes people. Think of how often, and your Facebook group is could dangerously become, dangerously, that's such a strong word, but could suddenly become this arena for the no people, for the people who only want like bits and pieces here and there and don't really want to reinvent their lives if we're not careful. But so often, so many strategies, right? Like opt-in, freebie, nurture, 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 present a small offer to lead them into the bigger offer. Like that is hoop jumping and it's hard work for the people who actually are ready. So if you could change that and just think about there are 3,700 active members in this group, 1% of them is ready today. I got to find those 3.7 people today so that I can help them because they want it and they need it. Instead of like, here's a really long blog with a PS for a tiny link to schedule a call or all this other stuff that we think we have to do that I think often can create a barrier for folks. I just thought of something. Hmm. Another thing that I want to do more of, and I think it would be a really good way to have another thing in the month that I could make a real offer is by putting up a social proof post. That's something that I don't do. I get testimonials. I get things that I could use and I don't use them. And it's like, it's something about like, oh, I don't know what I tell myself around that either. It's just, it's just another story about whatever that is. But I think I could put up a social proof post with some real results from my clients and say, you know, I just finished working with, you know, Sanine and now I have a spot on my calendar Mm -hmm. where I could work with you. Do you want results like this? Yeah. Something like that. You know what I mean? It's like, this is a real person. This is a real result that she felt like, you know, the story put it into the social proof post. And then at the end, just saying, you know what? I've got an open spot. Is that for you? Something like that. Yep. That feels one adjustment. I have one adjustment, which is let's present the offer at the beginning as well. So here's, here's what it might look like. If today feels like the day for you to take the work we're doing here much further, this story might inspire you. Ooh, Let me introduce you to Shanine, and here's the before, the during, and the after, and then the call to action. So again, we're not burying the lead here. We're going to lead with, like, I am here to help you. And if you've been thinking about it, this might help you decide. Then we can tell the story and then you can have your call to action. Or like in one of those posts when I did client surge, it's like, if you're looking for a sign. (laughs) This is the sign you've been looking for, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just like piling on here. So far, does all of this, I know it feels stretchy to you, but does it feel authentic? Or do you yes. think you can get there with the authenticity? Yeah. I mean, I am, I kill it in a live. I mean, I'm so yeah. good on a live. I mean, and I get a lot of feedback. I get a lot of interaction. I get, here's the other thing. My question is, like you said, if I do it weekly, the same day at the same time, do I still put up a post saying going live Thursday, at, put up like a post saying about, do I make it an event or do I just pop in live Because what, here's what happens for me. It's like if, for example, I'm setting up a training for next week. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, then I start getting into like, oh, I need to write some sort of a script. So I've got 
And then I have to create the event and the description for the event. And then the, you know, then I have to create the little banner for the event. You know, it's like I get caught up in all that stuff. And then it makes it so much more than it needs to be. So what would your recommendation be for these weekly lives? Do I just keep it quick and dirty and not make an event and just pop in? Or do I? Consistency is the thing that's going to matter most here. Okay. So if all those extra things stand in the way of you being consistent, you don't actually need them. And the truth is most people, if they're joining you live, it's not because they put it on their calendar. It's because they happened to be on Facebook when you went live. Most people catch the video after. So I like the idea of you having a rhythm, but all that other stuff I just think is extra and not necessarily driving folks to tune in in real time. Right. Okay. Great. Yeah. Mm, tell me more about the DM automation or the support your VA does in the DMs to lead to discovery yeah. calls. I want to see if we can tighten that up at all. Yeah. Basically what she says is, you know, it's like, welcome to the women over 50, blah, blah, blah group. You know, are you excited about the possibilities right now or not so much? So I, I have her send that out just to see if there's a potential for me to work with them. You know, if they say, yes, I'm happy, I'm, you know, all about the possibilities, then I'm like, great, you know, me too. So happy to have your energy in the group. And then I just, you know, let them go. And then if they're like, well, not really, then I'm like, what, well, you know, she'll, she'll ask them the next question. It's like, I get it. Life isn't perfect. What's got you feeling like not so great? And then usually they give us a little bit more. And then depending on what the answer is, she can ask them how long you've been feeling this way. What have you tried in the past to feel better? And that's usually when I jump in. Great. And how well is that converting right now into sales calls? It's really not. I mean, it's not. I would say it's like less than 1%. Honestly, yeah. and it's probably because I am the consummate helper. And my first knee jerk reaction is to give them something for free, like some sort of a, because I, I seriously have like maybe six or eight things that I can share, whether it's a, how to get them into some sort of a mindfulness practice or it's the spark thing that I mentioned earlier, or mm-hmm. uh, it could even be a workout guide or, you know, just something. I've always feel like I need to create some sort of reciprocity with them before I invite uh-huh. them to a call, which I think is, mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense, but it, it's not really working. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And it also kind of sets the stage for hiring you to always be an afterthought or some sort of secret mission. So. I wonder, I love that you're doing this and I think there's a way to just tighten it up a little bit. So welcome to the group, Mm -hmm. right? Let me back it up. In the questions you're asking them, are you asking them like, what areas do you need the most help with? Is there like some sort of data you're collecting there? No, all I'm asking them is what is standing in your way of living a life that you love? Okay. That's the only thing I'm asking them. Great. So I'm kind of working this out in real time, but what if we change things a little bit? So your VA reaches out through the DMs, welcome to the group, and thanks for telling us that the thing that's standing in your way (laughs) is XYZ, like you're in the right place because, and is your VA you when they're DMing or is your VA your VA? My VA. Okay. Yeah. You're in the right place because Julie is, I'm sorry, but is she, is your VA being herself or is she being you? She's, she's being me. Yeah. She's being, got it. Got it. So you're in the right place because I'm really good at helping women X, Y, Z. So right away, right. We're planting the seed that you're coaching. I'm sorry. She would have to then capture what they said from and put it into a specific DM each time, right? Because some yeah. women say mm-hmm. I'm lonely and I need more friends, or uh, some women say I've I'm not physically healthy anymore. Some women say I don't know what to do now. So I'm just thinking, how would I? Because right now she just puts the same message in so that she can keep moving and get you know covered right. ground. So how do I? Right. I mean, I'm just thinking it sounds like it would make it hard to. 
Maybe the second question could be after Mm -hmm. they say, I would love to be able to filter out quickly. I don't know how to do that. Let's try this again. Maybe it's something like, welcome to the group. Looking at your answers to our questions, it looks like you're in the right place. Okay. Right? We've got a couple of great resources for women. Which one would be most helpful to you right now? And it could be like two or three of your lead magnets. Okay. Okay. They're going to answer with that. Then they can say, great, I'll send you the link to the lead magnet. Julie also loves, like Julie's a coach or it's from you, right? So like, I'm also a coach and offer every new member a, an intro coaching session to see if you need support from me. Would you like a link to schedule an intro coaching session? That's a good idea. Ooh, that's a really good idea, I think. And then like, I'm just cutting to the chase a little bit. Yeah, You're giving I mean, value, I mean, which I know for you is important, right? So here's a free thing. And I coach women on this. So if you'd like an intro coaching session, reply back, yes. You want to give them very explicit instructions and I'll send you the scheduling link. Right. And then I can have my VA handling that part too. The whole part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of it. That would be great. Okay. That's a great idea. Yeah, because okay. I feel like I'm missing the boat on filtering out. And really, the, ultimately, the client should filter themselves, but they can't do that if we're not explicit about the invitation. Do you think I should change my intro question when they come into the group to filter from that end? No, some people, it might just be like, slow down. Can I like feel the group out a little yeah, bit? True. Sort of like when you walk into a store and you haven't even looked at a thing yet and someone's like, hi, can I help you? And it's like, oh, can I know. you it give me, me a nuts. minute? <laughs> right? I think we can fine tune. You already have this process in place with your VA. I think we can fine tune it a lot okay. to make it less laborious and also explicit that what you do is coach people. Yeah, I love okay. that. All right. So how are you feeling about our plan? I'm feeling like, oh my God. I mean, I feel excited and nervous. I feel good because I have a plan. Okay. Mostly. That's what makes me feel good is that I have a plan to follow. And that really what does makes make me it. feel good is that this plan is going to solve the problem, right? Or designed to solve the problem of not enough offers. And it's built for you to expand your comfort with presenting offers. It's just going to get easier and easier for you. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and the more that I do it, the better I get at it for sure. And yeah. I can't wait to come back and tell you, I've got too many clients. <laughs> now <laughs> <what I> do. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so let's create some accountability here. Okay. How do you feel about before the end of next week, posting your plan like in writing inside of the Hive Facebook group, just so it's super concrete. Tag me. I'll take a look at it and make sure that you and I are on the same page. Okay. Yes. And then how can we give you accountability around going live more consistently? I think maybe I'll just make it a habit of going after I do my live, just pop back in the group and put up some sort of a some sort of a gift yeah. or you know, like a rock star <laughs> gift or something like that, that, that just Great. lets you know that I did my live. And just, I think if I just do it for a month, like that'll be four yeah. weeks of posts that I don't think would be too obnoxious in the hive. And then it will be a routine for me. 30 days yep. is usually when I need to get something. That in sounds me. great. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Great. Well, thank you for coming on the show. This was so, so much fun. You're really, there's so much potential for you. And I'm excited to see how these adjustments to build on what you're already doing really well, how these adjustments really help you bring in more clients. Yes. Thank you so much, Dallas. I really appreciate your time today. You're welcome. And thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things (laughs) to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. 
If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay, thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.